Welcome to episode 111, legs 11 as it were, of <laughs> The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. And with me as always, giggling in the background, is Kareen. Hello. Hi, I, hi I, I just thought of you as a bingo number caller when you said legs 11. <laughs> I just thought that would be another career for you. No, no, no. no. I've had enough of them. <laughs> so, hi, hi. so today, we're, folks, we're ready to be professional. Yes, 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 yes. be professional. Yes, moving on. Yes, yes. <laughs> today, we are going to discuss the pocket size planner or the pocket planner, which I described as the most underrated size. It's uh, diminutive in its size, but it can pack a punch, as it were. What do you think? I, I, I find them to be little workhorses, and I really do feel that they are underrated. Um, I, I think we're going to dedicate this episode to the lot of you out there in the Plannerverse that ask every so often, but do you use all your planners? And it's like, yes, I do use all my planners. I don't use them all at once. Sometimes I do. I find them to be kind of like accessories for clothing. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, Steve. So the hats, the scarves, the gloves, that sort of thing. Do you use them all? Yes, I do. When it's raining, I use a hat. When it's cold and windy, I use a scarf. When it's all of the above, I use all three. And so that's what I find best about the pocket planner is that it's there when you need it. It, it can does take up a lot of space. The footprint's very small. And I find ultimately that it's underrated. I, I'm actually in awe of the people that we've seen out there on Philofaxi and in Plannerology that use a pocket size planner as a full-on planner. Mm. Like they live and breathe in this thing. They've got monthly spreads, they've got weekly spreads, they've got chemical formulations coming out of it, the codes to satellites, that sort of thing. And uh, I'm in awe of these people because they probably have very neat writing where they force themselves to make it neat all the time. And I, I can't do that. I need a lot of space to write. That, but that's... have you seen people? You know who I'm talking about, mm. right? They're, they're out there and they're laughing. They're, they're laughing to themselves. I can hear you. I can feel you smiling right now out there in the planner verse, knowing that you're the one that uses a pocket planner as a full-on daily driver. That's my biggest handicap, I guess, is my sort of not very neat handwriting or small handwriting that would cope with being able to write things down. I actually have used pocket size filofaxes before now, um, quite successfully for a period, per, periods of time. Um, not currently using one, obviously, but um, I keep one in the car with just a few um, dedicated pages just purely for, for the car for recording fuel fill-ups and things like you know what the date the right. kilometers were how much fuel I put in how much it cost and and any notes and, and various bits and pieces just purely to do with the car are in that organizer and being so small it just tucks into a little uh, cubby hole in the top of the dashboard perfectly you know, well out of the way. It's always got a pen there, and it's got a back pocket on it, so I can sling all right. the seats in there. So, it's a perfect log. I mean, if people mm. also, you could use it for exercising if you decided to keep a list of 
kinds of exercises you wanted to do repetitions of and how many you've completed. That's another great little tool to track. Imagine having to carry a desk packs with you uh, to the gym and back and be like, well, that's I'm part of your exercise equipment, isn't it? Right, right. <laughs> You'd have to put down the barbells because you're picking up the B5. There it comes. Um, and in, in similar instances, I would think that the mini is um, the, the flip side to the pocket because it's really for the minimalist. I would think that if you're a minimalist at heart, the mini is exactly what you were looking for. And we're talking a difference of one set of rings, right? So mm. the pocket has six rings. The mini has five on most uh on most mm. brands there is there are some filofax versions which i think you have uh, is it the balmoral or the one that runs rectangular steve the one that the, has oh the m m2 yeah, which is, yes that one yeah yes. that's sort of a, it's, it's like an autograph book sort yeah, of that's so what it, it reminds the me the m2 of. has got virtually the same size pages as a mini but it's landscape format with just three rings right Rather right, than being rings, normal exactly. portrait with five rings for a mini. Now, do you still M- have that? Oh, I've still got a couple of them. Yeah, they're, they're actually quite. Do you use that one? I do use it occasionally. It's very close in size um, to a seven size paper. You just trim it down a bit, and you've got mini size. Mm. Um, it's almost like a gent's wallet. One of those when you open the thing up. Yes. Yes, so it's like a you bifold. can put cards exactly. in the thing. Um, you can put notes and you can actually put banknotes in the back of it, should you wish to. And you've got um, you can get quite a range of. Uh, I bought some inserts in a um, pen shop in here in France uh, only a couple of years ago now. I suppose they still had them in stock. <laughs> quite amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazingly. But, um, yeah, it it is quite a. You know, very as you say, it's a small. Literally, it will slip in a your shirt pocket easily, and some of them have a pen loop, some of them don't. Um, but horizontal rather than vertical, obviously. Um, they they are quite practical though. Those and very similar, you know, in footprint to a mini, but the mini's sort of tall and narrow, sort of thing, rather than. So I think right. when you sort of go for that size paper. The sort of horizontal format seems to work better, I think, in, to my way of thinking, anyway. I I really do like the mini. I know there was a time when I had switched over. I usually use a personal size for a wallet, hmm. and I had switched over to a mini for a wallet. It was a Filofax Piccadilly in green, which I had aptly named Kermit because <laughs> he just was he looked like it. And what I had done was gone to our local copier stationery store and picked up some of the plastic badge IDs that they sell in bulk. Mm. I think it was a set of six or seven Mm. and had hole punched them. I remember at the time I had a Martha Stewart hole punch that would make heart-shaped sized holes instead of the regular round, which I loved. So I punched heart-shaped sized holes in these little ID badge holders the plastic ones where your card would just slip in and out for conferences that sort of thing and I popped them into the mini and it became a credit card holder instantly because they really do fit the mini size perfectly I mean it's up to the edge it's a little bit maxed out but it doesn't flip over it doesn't have any overhang as they call it 
And I love that thing because I knew I had my cards with me anywhere I went. And in case my wallet ever did get stolen or got nicked or something like that, all the cards wouldn't be gone with it. It really, you, when you look at it, it doesn't look like a wallet. It looks like mm. an organizer. And so that was one of the things I loved knowing that I had this stash of cards somewhere in case of anything, if I was ever left destitute somewhere, I could pull out an emergency card and use it for roadside assistance or whatever. And it was separate from my handbag or wallet or whatever else I was using. And I just, I, lo- I might even go back to that. Right now I'm in a pocket planner it's a mulberry sized pocket with six rings and it's um it's got that scotch grain coating on top which is mm. the waterproofing mm. and i love it when i open it up it's got a tartan um foundation on it i don't know why it just makes me happy it's it's a <laughs> nice pleasant thing to look at instead of the same color mm. i'm i'm keen on seeing textures and colors and that sort of thing in design. I'm I'm particularly fond of seeing multiple textures that make sense. Yeah, so it, it kind of has to be aesthetically pleasing. Um, but so one of the things I love, I, and I have regular size. Now, if you want to do a pocket planner as a wallet, they have, Filofax does make a set of plastic inserts that mm. fit into pocket size planners, but they don't fit into the minis. I'm telling you right mm. now, public service announcement, don't try it because <laughs> you'll, you'll be d- displeased. If you're going for pocket, go for them. And I love that you can hold four cards on one insert for the mm. Filofax ones. They have a front and back. What are these things that, you know, Steve's boring bits of snippets of information. Did you know? Here it is, folks. <laughs> Here it is. Drum roll. If you take two mini pages they fit into the rings on an a5 perfectly using the the three rings at the top of the binder for the three middle holes of the mini page for one page and then the three rings at the bottom of the binder for the three middle holes of the other mini page and they don't overlap and and to add to that did you know that if you take a personal size sheet, it fits in size of B5 desk yeah. fax ring yeah. on the lower rings mm. or the uppers, whichever yeah. ones you want. But this is great because if you want to have inserts that work mm. with one another, instead of post-it mm. notes everywhere, you could take your mini sheets and slap them into your A5 and your mm. personal sheets and slap them into your B5. The, the idea being you, you could actually have sort of two inserts going at a time. So you could have a year planner at the top and the notes right. pages or whatever at the bottom sort of thing. I've never seen actually anybody do it. <laughs> I discovered no, you're this... going to tempt me now. Now I'm going to do it. So I, I discovered it one day when someone asked me, why isn't there any storage binders for mini? Well, there mm. is by the fact that you just put them in a pocket size one because the ring spacing is the same or bar the fact that it's just five rings rather than six. And it suddenly occurred to me, I wonder if these will fit into an A5. (laughs) Well, you know what I'm I'm tempted to do now that you brought this idea up? I'm tempted to use them as the five-year planner. So so follow me here. So take five sheets of the mini Mm. and stack them on top of each other and put them into an A5 on a certain date. Let's say January 1st for the Mm. argument's sake. 
and you have January 1st, 2020, January 1st, 2021, 22, 23, 24, right? Mm -hmm. And you go five years and you just keep them on the same page. So you just turn the little page once a year <laughs> to write something new and you can go back and see where you were, what you were doing three years prior or four years prior. I think that's, I'm going to try that now, Steve. That's brilliant. I'm so <laughs> glad I thought of it. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> Boring tip it is. <laughs> One of the things that occurred to me when I first saw the first, I can't remember, the first minute I ever had, I think was a Finchley or something like that. And it's, it's just this such, so miniature and perfect mm. of an example of what the rest of the range looks like. It, it occurred right. to me that if you were a sort of a, a traveling salesman in the 1980s sort of thing, and you were instead of hawking around this massive bag of uh, personal size or A5s or whatever with you, uh -huh. you'd just have the whole, the whole range available in mini size and you could sort of show them that sort of thing. Yeah, for all the like different colors model versions, like how architects have models of yeah. the buildings they're going to build, right? So you'd have a model version of all the models that are out there. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Now we have to create that. Or a briefcase that opens up and all the little minis pop out, right? They just sort of stand up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, Steve. We should do that. Uh, so, so ultimately, like I said, I'm using a pocket right now. The one thing I don't like about it is because I haven't set it up right. I don't have any notes, note paper in it right now. Normally when I have a personal, it's stuffed with papers along with the plastic sleeve holders for credit cards. Um, and I'm not enjoying the fact that I can't, I don't have a pen loop on my little mm. mulberry, but I do like the fact that it sort of chucks in and out of handbags and I can mm. put it anywhere and it, it, it works with stuff. I really think the people that haven't used a pocket or a mini should give one a try and ultimately see, because I and that's probably why I don't have any note papers in it is because I can't write that small. I mean, I can, but it's just annoying. It, it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel like something I'd want to do. It feels like something I'd have to do. Steve's fiddling with fiddling with something. What are you What are you that's doing right, there? That's what, right. what have you got? What have you got? I was trying to pull this out to, to <laughs> find out what size it was, but it won't come out. The oh, your rodeo struggle. Yeah. It It looks like it might be a pocket. I kind of try to imagine how many rings would fit on there, and it would be too big for a five ringer. So it looks like six rings might might fit properly. He's got a rodeo notebook, uh, hardbound, that's inside oh, a leather yeah. cover. It's one of these nine by out. fourteen centimeter, which is sort of three and a half by five and a half inches in old money. Um, it's a bit bigger than than pocket, isn't it? Yeah, but it's one hundred and twenty pages, so it's a little bit um, thicker than you would normally go for. What I like about <laughs> these is the each individual page is um, perforated, so you can just write on the thing and then pull it out. Let me, you carry on talking, I'll just compare the size. Yeah, right, so a... you, uh, Plannerverse out there, listen to me, pay no attention to the man behind the desk trying to fiddle <laughs> with his planners. I must have your attention for the next few moments as we continue <laughs> discussing pockets and minis. So another thing I noticed about pocket planners is the fact that if depending on the model that you get, if you end up getting something like a Giulio Miyakara model, you can actually make a workhorse out of that, which I love. And the one thing I love about the Giulio Miyakaras is that, I, and I, I don't know if a British passports, you tell me, Steve, but 
the U.S. passport fits perfectly inside the the sleeve where the coins are. Mm. Uh, you can just tuck that. Have you ever tried to tuck I've in your passport? I've never had a you? pocket mirror long enough to oh. to try that out. But there we go. It's a bit. I think yours are a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> but so I I kind of like that for traveling because normally, like I said, I'm in a personal size planner, and if I do travel. Uh, the passport, coins, all kinds of foreign currencies, cards, and notes, and a pen can all come along inside the Mia Cara pocket, which mm. is, to me is the... So if there's a spectrum of, of pockets and how much stuff they can hold, I think on the lower end would be a plain Finsbury, something like that, which is not that expensive and is made of leather but it's not the highest quality leather and it sort of shows any fading or anything like that would tend to happen and then the top end probably would be something like uh, Mia Cara which would be able to hold coins and currencies and have a back pocket and have the ability to remove the ring portion Mm. of the planner so that you're only carrying that around versus carrying everything around I don't I've never caught myself separating the two uh, maybe on a personal or A5 size, I found myself separating the, the as, as my mm. husband calls it, the baby from the kangaroo. <laughs> he calls it the kangaroo planner. <laughs> um, but because it makes sense to remove the mm. notes section out of a jacket, mm. but it really doesn't make sense to remove, I don't know, maybe it does make sense to remove the credit cards out of a wallet or whatever cards, phone cards, things like that. Um, have you tra- when you travel? What do you travel with, Steve? Is it do you find yourself with a pocket at all? I use um, a Falafax travel wallet mainly, which is quite a tall thing, which takes you know the full size sort of rail tickets or air tickets, whichever you know boarding pass size, right. mm-hmm. and that's got um, a slot available in the thing at the back for personal size pages, or because the page is so tall. I can just about get in A5 size paper, just trimmed down slightly. And, ah. and that fits in quite well. Um, but I sort of found that that's... I tend to sort of write down um, details of, of train numbers and things. If I'm tra- changing trains and I need to sort of quickly refer to what's the next mm. one I'm due to sort of get on board and look on the the sort of overhead displays for um that's what i tend to write it down on so i know which one in what order they're going to be in sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, do you find that you travel with that and and another notebook lined i tend to just leave my organizer you know in the in my case and whatever so i'm not getting the thing out in public sort of thing whereas the right. the, the, the beauty of the travel wallet is it'll fit into my jacket pocket quite easily mm-hmm. That'll have my passports and um, cards and things like that, in and some. I think this as well. is where where we where we might differ as as mm. um, males and females go, because you all need to put things in your pockets, don't you? Mm. And we need to put things in our handbags for the mm. most part. Even though while I'm traveling, I have usually have a backpack, but mm. I find once I'm settled, I still pull my handbag out and want to. I don't walk mm. around town with a backpack usually, mm. unless we're backpacking mm. through somewhere. So, a handbag-wise, I wouldn't mind having a personal size planner, for example, mm. with me and pulling that out and being able to write. But I would think this is where the pocket planner would mm. excel, because it either a mini 
or uh, the M2, was it? Or the yeah, M3? Or am I M- just M2. saying um, British highways at this point? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> or BMW uh, cars. <laughs> the A3, the A5, what? Um, so <laughs> I would think that's where they would excel because depending on the kind of pocketeering you're doing or handbagging that you're mm. doing, ultimately you want something that you can quickly jot information mm. down on and then be able to reference it. I don't think I would use a pocket planner as a notebook per se, like to take notes for travels or to just identify where we've been and how, how like what, what day we got on what plane and so on and mm. so forth. Um, I don't, for some reason, ring binders don't do that for me. I feel like I need to write in a hard bound mm. notebook and I don't know what it is. I just feel like the page could disappear and then there goes the posterity of the trip, yeah. right? I, I don't know. What do you think about that? The, sort of a, a sort of a travel journal type idea. Correct. Yeah, so you've, you've always got the thing for prosperity later on. You can actually sort of file that away completely separately. Right, and pick it up where you left off and not feel like there's anything going to interfere. Mm. Whereas the ring planners, I feel like that's so good for writing down mm. ticket numbers, dates, uh, emergency notes, things like that, phone numbers. Because people's numbers change all the time. Yeah. Addresses change all the time. And I feel like that's just such a big turn turnover mm. in terms of content. Um, posterity that I wouldn't mind I, I'm probably doing new address sheets for my contacts once a year anyway mm-hmm. I go through at the end of the year and I see whose numbers have changed this is for the Christmas card list this is to see if anyone's been bad or good or whatever it is you know the Santa list um, but ultimately I would think that traveling with a pocket size itinerary and contact list is a good idea in case somebody needs to get a hold of someone on your on your list, right? Maybe you're in an emergency in hospital, mm. something's happened to you. It's good to have these contact lists with you. And I would think a mini or a pocket would be the way to go. Perfect I just don't that. think it'd be a good travel log, right? Mm. The um, other uh, big plus point for pocket mini size is quite a lot of them have a full width back pocket on them. So you can fit in sort of loose papers and and things and obviously you've mentioned using one as a wallet um and i've used a pocket as a wallet before now as well and again it's it's the sort of ideal size for that and pockets a bit big for most coat pockets i suspect but yes yes um be fine in a sort of a backpack or messenger bag or something like that where you don't want a thing um, yeah, that's the thing with room. minis too. Like, mm. if you if you're carrying your cards around in a mini, don't expect to be carrying your money in there unless you're really going to be folding it up origami style and yeah. stashing it away. <laughs> in you're really not going to get a lot of mileage out of that for uh, for. I, I always found if you line. added coins to a, an organizer, that the whole thing started to get quite sort of lopsided, heavy. You know, it's all the mm. weights on one side, sort of thing. And I did devise a small sort of cardboard insert where you, where you had the, um, the size of the coins sort of as a perfect round hole. You could just press the, the diff- a different set of coins oh, right. into the thing. Right. So you had your emergency set of coins that you could make up any value up to, say, two euros out of the coins in the cardboard insert. Nice. Well, you could use the plastic zippered cases for mm. that. If you lay all the coins flat, they will eventually clunk down. 
um, assuming you're moving around with your planner. But mm. I remember, uh, what was it, the, the Filofax movie with Belushi? Mm. I forgot the name of it now. It escapes me. Um, but Taking care um, of business. Taking care of business. Thank you. Uh, his secretary, the guy who loses his Filofax initially, his secretary had set him up with a key in the Filofax for the the house that he was renting whilst mm. on the business trip. And she had all the codes in there, all typed up and all ready to go. And he, of course, he loses this thing and loses his <laughs> mind in the process. Um, but I, that's another wonderful thing about pockets is that you can find readily available inserts mm. for pockets. And I think the inserts really make the planner come out and, and work for its full potential. Whereas I don't find that many inserts for minis. You're going to have to customize them and make them your own if you can out of pocket size and cut them and shape them. And they're going to be misshaped unless somebody on Etsy or somewhere is doing bespoke pieces for mini size planners. Um, the, the, I think the inserts really do make it because, like you said, you can find one for coins. You can, you can put inserts for keys. You can put inserts for... What was it? We had found one that had a mirror mm. that had. Um, it's like the, it becomes like a Swiss Army knife of planners. Depending there was, on the there was one with um, like an emergency sewing kit, wasn't there? You know, ideal for when right. you a button comes off your shirt. Right, or... and then I still haven't found like Ian Dawes. God bless him. We he was the one that introduced me to the the power. Uh, charger yes. for personal size that is an actual battery charger with holes that fit in size a personal <laughs> size planner that blew my mind i just can't thank him enough for that uh, i wish they had the size for pocket i mm. wish I, I you know what i'm going to write a letter to this company now i think it's a canadian company i have to write to them and tell them that pocket-sized people need one of them a power bank um for i mean can you imagine if we had a, a b5 sized one mm. a whole sheet power bank you could charge up a whole house during a power outage mm. with that thing <laughs> jump start bring your, your desk facts over the refrigerator needs kicking on <laughs> jump start your car and folks this is the reason why our <laughs> our episode is slowly declining thank you for listening we're gone <laughs> Uh, so I would I would vote for using a pocket planner. If you haven't done so, please use one. It's worth having. And if the worst case, the only thing you use it for is to keep your contacts in and just let it sit there. If you ever need to have an emergency contact set list that you need to access quickly, it's there. It's prepared. What do you say, Steve? I think, you know, give it a try. Even, even if it's just something that you carry around with just say a year planner and um maybe sort of some monthly pages in there with you know key dates in there and, and notes pages because you know it's amazing how quick, easy it is to sort of carry one around without going you know full-on sort of thing you know it doesn't take up much space and you know you can find that it will fit in with most most sort of uh small bags and things you know laptop bag or something like that well there's and there's so many people that are also uh, trying to keep track of their finances mm. and making sure they're tracking what they're spending on i think this would be a perfect size to do that because it's easier to whip this out in a supermarket on a countertop somewhere and write down what you've done mm. if you need to do so in yeah. there unless you do that when you get home and, and particularly if, you, if you're in the sort of we, we spoke 
recently about sort of using multiple planners, didn't we? And the, the pocket size is perfect or many for, you know, a dedicated purpose, not necessarily right. overlapping with what you do with your other planners, but something that you, you want to use for, say, your health or fitness or something like that, or a, right. a particular hobby or something like that, where you, you need to sort of, you can't sort of, commit to sort of using a sort of a, a full size um, organizer for whatever it is but a pocket one might fit the bill sort of perfectly in this case they would be like a pair of wellingtons wouldn't they yeah. you use them only on rainy days you don't use them for any other purpose no. but they do have one that when you do need to use them they're the perfect thing to be using. exactly i think that's what the pocket really does come alive if mm. you personalize it and you think about what are some categories in your planner that you wish you were tracking, but you're not tracking because they're not important enough to track on a daily basis? That would probably be another one I would think that's good for them. Or you find it's not convenient to sort of carry the thing around with you because it, it is right. sort of too big, but you can't go too small for your normal everyday stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of my secret goals is to have a mini that when you open it up, it opens up like a desk fax, right? So you just keep unfolding the paper and unfolding the paper until you get to a B5 size. <laughs> After 75 folds later, you know, you've got this <laughs> you've got this grid of a paper sat on your desk going, all right now, planning has commenced. <laughs> Trying to flatten it out and then <laughs> right. come the end of the meeting, you have to fold it all back up again. Fold everything back up. And of course, it's like putting toothpaste back in the tube. It doesn't fold right. And you've got the map grid all wrong. <laughs> But yeah, so pocket, I, I vote yes for pocket. I think it's underrated. I think people need to give it a try. And I think if you give it a purpose, it really will come alive. It, mm. That's when it actually is powerful. So we get to that point where we say, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, you most probably will find me on Facebook at Planarology. Uh, I haven't been doing inst inst Instagram lately. I don't know why I just haven't been out of it. I'm probably going to be out of pocket for a while, but you could find me on um, throw punch resumes, planerology, and um, probably on on the Spotify's now. Now that we're on Spotify, uh, if you didn't know, Steve has finally put us on Spotify as well as far as podcasts go. So we're everywhere. We're we're, we're what are we? Three hundred and seventy? No, two hundred and seventy six in Costa Rica, Steve. Uh, oh yeah, it was some, some sort some of crazy statistics. number, wasn't it? Yes, yes, we've reached. We're we're nearing uh, infamous levels here of of uh, for our Costa Rica fanaticism. <laughs> yeah, God bless Costa Rica. Thank you, Costa Rica, for making us number two hundred and seventy-six on your list. We appreciate it. And you will <laughs> and find me you, Steve. in the usual place of Mister Filofaxi on Instagram, filofaxi.com and travellersnotebooktimes.com as well, of course. And if you've enjoyed our ramblings, don't forget to like this podcast, subscribe to it, and share it. Mm -hmm.